Don't call a fucking penalty on that. All Welcome right. to Red Zone DFS Week 14. It's oh. our last week with bye weeks. So the last time we have any speed bumps in the road here. Uh, boys, how you feeling this week? I feel good. I feel a little confused. Pricing is throwing me off a little bit this week, but I feel good. Last week was a good week. Profits. Definitely. I feel like we're hitting our, str- hitting our stride here. Yeah, definitely. We're getting a better uh, lay of the land, better read. How are you feeling, Jimbo? Uh, I feel pretty good because something weird that I like to do, uh, which is stacking running backs. This is a family show. Okay. Well, you know. (laughs) Stacking running backs with quarterbacks is something that I like to do, which is, you know, something that a lot of people don't do. And I think it's going to be a pretty good spot for that this week. Um, I don't know where your mind was at, Vinny. Clearly uh, in the sewer. But Sorry. you know that's not that's not surprising, really, coming from you. It's not the worst place to be. Amen. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> All right, guys. Just like every other week, we're going to start out with our stacks. We're going to start out with our high quarterbacks, and we're going to do the ones we feel like we can get our best stack options. Talk about some games here, um, Vinny. Since you're feeling confused, I'm going to lead off with you. All right, that sounds good. <laughs> well, up top, I know very clearly what my favorite stack is going to be, and that's uh, going to the Kansas City Chiefs that are starting to find their stride. Um, the challenge with them is obviously they are expensive, uh, but I think they're at home, barring weather or something changing and getting weird. Uh, I just like the spot for them. We all know, you know, the Raiders are better on defense this year than they have been in past years, but they're still not good. Uh, and Mahomes, well, the injury bug is hitting them really. Yeah, they they've yeah they've, the injuries, and then they they've regressed too. The the injuries are brutal, and anytime I can get Jonathan Abram against one of the most elite passing offenses in the game, I'm going to take advantage of that. So I, I like the Chiefs a lot here. Uh, they're just expensive, you know, and, and I think that's going to be the biggest challenge. Um, you know, I'm probably going to have multiple ways of stacking this with the big guns up top with Tyreek and Kelsey. Together, I'm going to skinny stack at one apiece, and then I might try to get weird with a few, too, um, and kind of go down and, and get some of those cheaper guys. So I just like this spot. Um, it's got a very easy bring back with Hunter Renfro. Um, that's that's my play. Yeah, the only thing that gives me any kind of pause on that, and you make a lot of good points, is that the Chiefs defense has been playing really well, and the mm-hmm. Raiders offense is falling apart. And I got this weird feeling the game might get out of hand quick. And it's not going to be as a prolific of a day as we want from Mahomes um, just because the game won't be going back and forth. That's the only thing giving me pause. Yeah. I mean, the Raiders have played him well, you know, fairly well recently in the last couple of years. Um, and I, I think they keep it close enough. And, and this is a huge game for Kansas City, right? Like the Chargers are right on their ass. We're now into the season where we're playing for seedings, right? You know, Kansas yeah. City definitely wants to get into that upper echelon and not be, you know, in the – three or four seat right so um i yeah I, i'm with you i could see you know if they blow them out hopefully that just means all those guys hit early you know right. so that's I, I, th- I i'm with you Vinny. i think you're fine i think that the chiefs defense they have been playing well um but i think they're due for a little bit of regression um yeah i, I mean they still have a very 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 poor secondary um and i think that if you know, hopefully if Darren Waller can play this week, I don't really know what his status is with his his sprained knee or whatever he's dealing with. But uh, yeah. I, I like that one, Vinny. If if we're going above 7,000, um, the one I'm going to go to that 
I think a lot of people are going to go to this week, but now it's going to be kind of wondering, you know, how, how do you stack it? It's going to be Herbert, right? And leading off, I said, you know, hey, I like to stack running backs with quarterbacks. This is the perfect one. You know, we, we don't know if Keenan Allen or Mike Williams is going to be able to clear COVID protocol. Mike Williams was a close contact. He was unvaccinated. And then Keenan Allen was vaccinated with the potential false positive. So if those guys don't play, then people are going to be playing Josh Palmer and Guyton and all these other guys where they're looking for some of that value, right? Where I think you can just play Herbert and Eckler, and then maybe that's it. If you want to add one of those other guys, great. Or if Williams um, is active and, and Keenan Allen is not. Um, but I think this was going to be somewhere that everyone wanted to go. But now with all these COVID tests, they're going to go, oh, man, like I, there, there's no great stacking options there. I don't know who to stack. You know, I'm just probably going to stay away from it. That That's one where I you just stack him and him and Eckler and then run it back with Saquon. And then that's it. Just literally just call it a day because, you know, Jake Fromm is playing this week. And mm-hmm. who the hell knows what Jake Fromm is going to do. But I do know he's probably going to dump it off to Saquon a fair amount. So. Yeah, and I don't even think you have to necessarily bring it back here. You know, I mean, if you want to just rock Herbert Eckler and just move on, like that's what I'm gonna. I, I do have Saquon in my player pool, but I don't think you have to do a run back. You know, I think those Absolutely, two alone yeah. are gonna just throw up monster points, being 100%. super correlated. So, well. My stack up high, and it's this whole game because I think this game is going to absolutely shoot out. It's going to be popular, but it's the Bills versus the Bucks. It's in Tampa Bay. We're going to get some good weather. Josh Allen, um, we didn't get to see really Josh Allen last week in that game. You know, I mean, that game was like you, you can't really study that game and correlate it to anything else we're going to see in the future. But Josh Allen going against the pass funnel of the Buccaneers defense, their secondary is pathetic. On the other side, you have Tredavious White out for the Bills. We didn't get to see the Bills really without Tredavious White last week because the Patriots only attempted three passes. So the Bills without Tredavious White going against Evans on the outside, I really like doing a um, Josh Allen digs with an Evans and then finding my spot somewhere else. Even going back to Dawson Knox at tight end, there's a lot of options here to stack with the Bucks. You got Gronk. You can even double tight end with Knox and Gronk. Um, yeah, I like, I like doing that one. I haven't been playing a lot of double tight ends this this it's year been, so it's been, far. When I've done it, it's worked in the right spots. Especially I think double week. double tight end, especially in the same game, is going to be so rare. Oh, right. Yeah. No one's So I think Knox, Gronk, Evans, Diggs, Allen, and then you find just cheap guys to scatter in there. Um, that could be a fun one to do. That's an easy cash game stack if you guys are happen to do that. I know we're a GPP pod, but that's an easy cash game stack. Yep. Yeah. I like it. All right. Let's All right. move back to Vinny going down. All right. Um, going down below 7K. Below Herbert. I, yeah. Yeah. I think my favorite stack, honestly, of the week is the Bengals. Um, and Burrow, I'm not too worried about his finger. He had a full, he had a practice. It's a today. He's fine. No problem. Uh, they're going to shoot him up. He'll be good to go. You don't need a pinky to throw. Yeah. Um, I get you. But, you're going to get mainly Jamar Chase and T Higgins lined up versus Josh Norman and not Emmanuel Mosley because he's out. And you're going to see him against either Lenore or Ambry Thomas, who has not played a 
really a down at corner this year for the Niners because he's, he's been, been so in, bad. Inactive. He's so not hurt, just been inactive. He's just take your pick. I don't know who's going to be on who. They don't really switch sides. They just go left and right. But I absolutely love this stack. Like, I think this game is going to absolutely – and we'll see if the Niners can keep up. Um, hopefully Debo plays because that will keep things very interesting. But um, I think – the Bengals are in a smash spot here. Yeah, the Bengals um, need to get back to the offense that they were running in the first half of the season that they've somehow forgotten about over the last four weeks. But it seems like things are pointing to them wanting to air it out more. Yeah. Um, and getting those guys more involved in positions they should be. So, yeah. And I like Mixon. Obviously, I think the Niners' run defense is better than their pass defense. Fred Warner is going to be back this week. Um, so, I, you know, I always like Mixon. He is getting expensive. So, I prefer the passing side here. And then, for a bring back, I prefer Debo if he plays. If not, then Kittle becomes obviously the de facto like number one guy you have to bring him back with. So, see, see, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not interested in double stacking a whole bunch this week with Burrow. I, totally. I, I, I would prefer to just go Burrow and Chase, and then I'm actually going to prefer to run back with Ayuk. Um, I kind of let everybody down a little bit last week, but he's still just too cheap for how involved he's going to be. And he has now carved out a position independent of whatever Debo is going to do. So just because Debo's healthy, I think a lot of people will go, oh, well, I can't play Ayuk anymore. Well, it's, they do completely different things, right? So when Debo's in the game, they, they give him the ball, they run the ball to him. They don't throw Debo a ton of passes, right? So Ayuk has kind of solidified himself, and I think, you know, I love Kittle. I was obviously on the pod last week. I called the Kittle spike game. I just love the spot. I I think that the Bengals are going to do everything possible to limit the amount of touches that Kittle can get, you know. So I'm definitely going to have some of him. I'm not going to be as heavy on Kittle as I was last week, but I think my favorite kind of way to do it is to do Burrow chase and then run back with Kittle and Ayuk, and then, and then go from there. Um, I like Debo, love Debo, just too expensive. Yeah. I think Ayuk is just, in my opinion, it's a complete GPP flyer. I mean, he could finish with five points. He could get 20, you know, but He's just not consistent. Like those other two guys, they will actively force feed the ball. But that's um, fine. Especially, I mean, Mitchell, which, out, so. especially um, when you're talking about stacks, like stacking is not like a, a sure thing, right? Like, sure. We, totally. We want to go for as much upside as we could possibly get. Totally. Let's, uh, let's move on to your next uh, stack you like, Jim. Um. So, I mean, I I think this one's kind of obvious. Uh, I mean, it's, it's Russell Wilson. I mean <laughs> – They've been playing like absolute shit. They played bad last week. You know, I don't even know. DK is dealing with some like knee injury or whatever. Um, whoever's in there for Russ, I think they're just going to beat the living shit out of Houston. Like, I, I, I think that's an easy stack to get to. My, you could do uh, it with just lock it. Um, but I like that stack. I think it's something, something that's going to be a little bit lower owned this week. Um, but I mean, they're playing Houston. And Seattle doesn't really have a running game because they don't really have a running back. They're running Adrian Peterson against the Niners last week. And look, they won. That's great. But, you know, I, I don't know how well that's going to work out. Yeah, my my like uh, my favorite thing to do this week, it's going to be my hot take at the end. It's D. Eskridge in that stack Yeah, um, at 3,200. That yeah. would get really easy with. Um, I would 
I was looking at my low guys and I'm already targeting him. So I'm not too high on stacking Seattle, but I really like the Eskridge, a part of that game to get us some um, low ownership, low price points. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, my next guy I want to talk about, Dak Prescott, going against the Washington football team. Potatoes. And, yeah, and the big thing is everyone's on the potatoes. Everyone. You turn on any sports network, you turn on Twitter, everyone's all over the potatoes. The reality is the floor is going to fall out from under them eventually. Mm-hmm. Their defense is banged up. And they are playing their ass off right now for Ron Rivera. And you they can't are. look past that. But the Cowboys, I feel like, are playing their asses off too. I feel like they have a really high-energy team. And they have a team where they can easily beat the uh, potatoes this week, 38-10. to 10. Yep, they can. Right. Um, so I think Dak has one of those weeks this week. Um, it's in Washington. I think a lot of people are going to be off of this game because the football team has been so hot. And Dak is just going to light it up. I mean, he throws the ball 40 times a game no matter what. So yeah, yeah. And what are the football like team that. really bad at? Deep balls. Yeah, I, CD Lamb, I, I also, Gallup, yeah, line him up. I also like my. I think my favorite receiver to play this week is uh, Amari Cooper. Um, you know, he only played a little bit last week because he's coming off COVID. He was still having some conditioning issues. Like he's been practicing full all week, and if he's going to be in there, then I mean, he's he's a guy that uh, that I will like. That I think that will go a little bit further under owned in that stack. So yeah. yeah and you can easily one. go with a, you know, on the other side, you can go with McLaurin, right? We always talk about Diggs. He's having, you know, an all pro season, but he takes shots and McLaurin yeah. takes his shots too. Heineke's going to take his shots. There's going to be a lot of randomness going on in this game. Really like Dak going back with McLaurin, even throwing in a McKissick. McKissick's back in practice this week after his concussion, missing last week. So he's going to be fresh. Uh, they've been riding Gib- – I'm not sorry. They've been riding Gibson a lot. So they're going to be going to McKissick, I think, a little bit more this week in a game that they're down. No Logan Thomas. So, yeah, there's a lot of runbacks we can do in this game cheaply as well. So I yeah, think this is one situation. of my favorite games. Yeah. Vinny, you got anybody uh, Anyone else? way down Anyone low else? that you would stack? I've got I mean, one. He, yeah, I mean, he's kind of a one-off, to be honest. I mean, well, I guess technically I would stack if I'm playing him. And it pains me to say, but I, I may throw a few darts at Cam. Yes. Uh, I, the Falcons are just so bad. Uh, coming off a of bye week, we know old McCam needs his, his rest. Yep. Um, fresh legs, like I think this is a good spot for him. 5,400, you know, he's very capable of getting 18 to 22 points, which would be – Definitely solid enough. Um, you know he's going to take all the goal line rushes himself. Yep. Um, no, I guess you could go to DJ Moore. You know if you want to do it, but I I'd be totally fine just playing Cam naked and just, yeah. just I th- move on. I think if you're going to play Cam. I think you have to play DJ Moore. Um, he's going to go. He's going to transition back into that role. Like I know they have Abdullah, right? But if you looked at the games that they're playing without McCaffrey, they're running. DJ Moore on routes out of the backfield near the goal line. Yeah. You know, those yep. short area passes that, you know, he's just a more explosive player than, you know, Amir Abdullah in his like ninth year of, you know, just being a bench riding special teams guy. Right. So I think if you're going to play Cam, you got to play DJ Moore just because of the upside that he presents. He's dropped back down in price a little bit and they're coming off a of bye week and no one is going to play him. Yeah, like he's just going to go completely unowned. And then, I mean, you've got the traditional run back again. 
of Cordero Patterson, who looks like he's going to go about three to four percent on this week. Guys so, playing both ways, all American. Yes, like <laughs> I mean, that he's he's their fit. It's the weirdest thing in the world, but look, it's just what's working for them this year. He's yeah. their favorite weapon, and he's priced up. No one's going to play him. People would much rather. Tons of people are going to play Antonio Gibson this week, mm-hmm. which is fine. I get it. I like it. They're giving him a lot, a lot of carries. But Cordero Patterson, I think, could have another one of those big yeah, weeks. This easily. Week. I mean, easy. It's, Definitely. it's like, eh, you know, you look at the game logs for him. He had a bad week last week with 12 points. You know, yeah. people were like, oh, man. It's like, okay, well, because he didn't get into the end zone. Week before, he had 30. Right. You know, so yep. he falls into the end zone once. He's he's over 20. So he he's a guy, I think, that I, I like that stack option too, Vinny. And you can put some other players in that lineup because it's not a super expensive stack. And uh, I just don't know how much run Chuba Hubbard is going to get. No. Um, I think Cam, I think they're just going to run Cam whenever they get close to the goal line. It's either going to be him or some combination of Cam and DJ Moore. I agree. Yeah. And playing off that, I'll go with my last stack here, and it's Taysom Hill. Now I can't. I'm... No, when you watched him last week, it was pathetic. It was it was bad. But you got to remember, he going against the Jets this week. He still put up 28 points last week, as horrendous as he looked, because he has the running upside, and he's got Kamara back this week. The stack is easy with Taysom Hill and Kamara. They could easily put up a 40-burger, and those guys are just trading off touchdowns on the goal line. I, at 5,600, Taysom Hill's going to get you to 20 points I just just from his running upside alone. 5,600 is just too cheap. Sean Payton runs the entire offense around on no matter what. I'm not saying I like Taysom Hill as a quarterback because I don't. But as a DFS player, 27 points and one of the most horrific things I've ever seen a quarterback do, that's saying something. Just imagine if he played somewhat decent against, again, the Jets. What's what's his deal? Like, is he going to hurt his finger again and, like, not be able to throw the ball and then, like – But to Joey's point, like, it's like Cam. Like, it doesn't even matter. Yeah, he still threw it 40 times last week, even with that banged-up finger. You know, so, again – Peyton is going to run the offense around him. Kamara is going to be in there, which is going to give Taysom Hill a lot more running room. The team's going to, the other team is going to have to be fully aware of uh, Kamara going. I even like playing it with Trey Con Smith. So I'm going to have a stack going where I can get New Orleans in there and some of these high owned stacks we're talking about, like Buffalo or Tampa Bay. If I do it, I'm not playing a receiver. Like Jim mentioned it with Herbert. I'm going uh, Taysom and Kamara. And I'm mm-hmm. just. No, that's my favorite. But if I'm going to play any receiver, it's going to be Trey Kwan. Yeah, uh, I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to play Kamara with with Taysom Hill. If I play Taysom Hill, it'll be with a receiver, and that's it. Like he doesn't check the ball down, and those are where that's where Kamara's like most valuable assets are for me is is in the checkdown game. Like I just yeah. I don't know. It, I think the I think, Jets are I think, just so bad. Like I think they have to be in play. Sure, well, I just I, think, I, don't, I just I don't think, think the whole offense. I don't think is those New Orleans two. is very good either. They're not, but Kamara's good. You know what I mean? I mean, his last game, I'm looking here, he had 13 carries and still put up. I think I think they're gonna and I think they're gonna put up they're gonna put up points on the Jets early. It's gonna turn into this run show with Kamara and Hill doing RPO and quarterback the, follows and bootlegs and all this random stuff. Ingram may not play because of COVID. Yeah, exactly. If Ingram's out, dude, like it's then Honestly, I'm even if, even if Ingram's in, Kamara is a full go at practice right now. He's not even carrying injury designation. The heat no, I get it. But, enough time. But what you were saying, if, if they go up big here, 
like if if Ingram's in, they're gonna throttle down Camara. If there's no one else, they're not gonna put yeah. Tony Jones Jr. in. Maybe. Like, you know what I mean? <clears throat> so but you can't you cannot ignore Taysom Hill this week. I know watching him as a quarterback, it's tough, but he has got the same <laughs> exact upside. The same yeah. exact upside as Lamar Jackson, and he's fifty six hundred and Lamar seventy four hundred. Again, and they have the good identical, matchup. and they have the identical upside in a good matchup. That's all I'm saying. Because you look at throwing ability, they're the fucking same. Yeah, I don't want to play Lamar. If people week, no, so, but if people yeah. are so willing to play Lamar when he's hot, it's like, dude, Taysom at fifty six hundred, you can't yeah, even you three K less almost. Yeah, yeah. So you. if there's not any other um, random guys you want to talk about, Jim, I say we move on to running backs. Let's yeah, we get a running back. Running backs, Jim. I'm going to lead off with you. So yeah, I mean, it's if I'm paying up this week, I'm going all Eckler. Um, you know, it's it's just kind of the no brainer pick this week. I mean, he's he's going to be super involved in the passing game. The Giants are absolutely horrendous. Uh, you know, it's it's just one of those things where it's just just an easy thing. They're at, they're at home this week. Um, you know, I. It's a good – he just continues to produce like the new McCaffrey, right? And if I'm going to choose to pay up that much, um, I think he's worth the extra 400 that Kamara isn't um, because of the pass-catching ability, especially now with, you know, the receivers in question because of the COVID-19 thing. So it's Eckler for me if I'm paying up this week. All right. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, we just touched on Kamara. Um, for me, a lot of it's going to come down to ownership between those two. Uh, I think they're both in really good matchups. I think uh, I'll have definitely both, no doubt about it. I mean, the Jets and Giants are neck and neck in the seventh and eighth worst rushing defense in the league. Yeah. So this this week is a week I don't really care what Austin Eckler is going to be owned at. I'm going to play him, and then I'll find – yeah, ways to get different other I mean, places. Shit, there's an opportunity here to play both. You know, if you go Cam naked, you go Eckler Camara right off the bat, yeah. and then you can build from there. Like, there's ways to do it for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think below that, one guy that I have a little bit of interest in because I think the passing game is going to swamp it over is I, playoff Lenny uh, is just someone that I think you have to consider at this point. Like, yes. he's a focal point of the offense. Um yep. He's getting like eight reset or targets a game in the passing game. Like Buffalo has got to try to stop Brady. Like he's just an afterthought in that offense, and he's too good to be an afterthought. So well, look, and with yeah. the with the Bills having Tre'Davious wide out, they're gonna have more of that too high safety look, playing the deep yep. balls. Brady's gonna yep. take what they give him. He's gonna go yeah. underneath. Godwin might get another 20 targets this week with playoff Lenny getting all the targets as well, just like last week. And that's Uh, totally fine. And I think the one thing that actually I got on him a little bit more today, to be honest, is with Tony Pollard out, all I heard today was talk about Zeke. I don't have a lot of interest in Zeke. Like he just looks like I'm I'm going to talk about my player up high here. Okay, go ahead. But yeah, I, I like that ownership is going to probably move more to Zeke here and I'll just gladly pay a hundred dollars more for, mm-hmm. for Lenny. So yep. definitely. Yeah. Lenny's getting all the, all the hub. Um, when I call this guy's name, he goes and you guys know it. And it's Nick Chubb. When Joey's got a Chubb for Chubb, Chubb goes off. <laughs> so <laughs> big, big Chubb guy this week, big Chubb guy this week. Big so going right. against Baltimore, everyone's scared of Baltimore for no apparent reason. Um, they only gave him like eight carries two weeks ago when they played Baltimore. I think they're regretting that after losing 16 to 10. Um, I don't, I don't even mind double barreling Chubb and hunt this week. I feel like if the Browns are going to try to win this week, it goes between them two. 
The whole game is going to ride between Chubb and Hunt. And I just have to hope they're not idiots and don't give him the ball eight times like two weeks ago. But I think it's a great matchup. I think this whole offense is going to run through Chubb um, for them to have any sort of chance to beat Baltimore. And Baltimore's defense doesn't scare me. Again, they're missing their corners, right? Humphrey's out. People might go to the passing game in that game. Baltimore's defense is not very good. No, No, it's not. To Joey's point, they're missing their DBs, but I can't play Baker. But if they're missing their DBs too, they're going to have to have extra support on the back end, Mm -hmm. which should allow more room. If they want to put 10 in the box with no corners, then sure. You know, but I just don't see that happening. So I see Chubb having a big week this week. He breaks him out every now and again, and I tend to call him correctly. So Chubb up up high. And I like the fact that you – I'm with you on that. Like I called it earlier this year when I did it, and – if you're going to do it, you're you're insisting ball or Cleveland's just going to run it 50 times on Sunday. I'll play both Chubb and Hunt because they can mm-hmm. both get there. Like, well, and that's what we're talking about with the Saints, right? If the whole offense is running through two people, nobody else. Like, I mean, that's Austin Hooper. Goes. Austin Hooper might steal a touchdown. Like, that's what I'm scared of. That's and that's all I'm scared of. Right, right? but the whole talking, offense is going through Chubb and Hunt. You're talking a team's going to run 55 plays on Sunday. They very well may split 20 20 carries. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like. Yeah. I think that's what they want to do. They do not want Baker throwing the ball more than 20 times. Yeah, I know that I know that that's what they want. They don't want to do, but I mean, I personally don't think that they're going to be able to do that. Um I mean, Lamar's you know, been terrible. Yeah, but like I think that the Ravens are going to score enough where the I mean, the Browns defense hasn't been lighting the world on fire. They've got a good pass you. rush with Miles Garrett and stuff like that. But Jesus, you know, I'm looking at Baker's DFS scores the last five weeks. He's so like, bad, dude. Nine, so 16. Bad. I mean, like, I, I, nine I people, Donovan Peoples Jones is his top receiver. Like, so I, okay, I we'll credit that, but yeah, it's not good. I'm actually, I, I like With him. Jarvis Landry's next, fine. But he's back this week. He's been hurt. So I'm with you. I, I, yeah, I, it's not going to be a court play. Mine. I'll, I'll, I'll play both of those guys okay. this week. But Yeah, no, I'm just yeah. saying, I think Cleveland this week, that's the whole game plan. <laughs> Again, 16 to 10 two weeks ago. I don't think it repeats itself that quickly. I think these teams come out with completely different strategies, totally different game plans. This is going to be a different game than we saw last time. Um, and this might even go high scoring. Um, yeah. So, but I can see Chubb breaking off a couple of long ones. What about down low? Down low. You guys want to go? 6K, 6K and below. Um, I, I mean- I'm like. I'm liking Clyde Edwards Hilaire this week, and I never, ever say that. It makes me kind of sick. But, again, we're talking about the Raiders. And, again, I just it's one of those weird weeks I can see Clyde stealing touchdowns from Mahomes. Yeah. If I'm going to do a split backfield, I'm just going to play Hunt because they're just going to run a lot. Yeah. I I have zero – I've got zero interest in Hilaire. I've got all the interest in Barkley right there. He's going to get sandwiched right in between Hilaire because other people I do want to play Hilaire. Um Everyone wants to play Gibson. Gibson's going to be one of the chalk running backs this week. Um, and Saquon Barkley's just kind of sitting right there in a, in a game script where, you know, the Giants are going to have to throw a lot. Um, I'll, I'll just take that all day long. Yeah. He's like, he's like mid to high sixes. Like if Elijah Mitchell plays, yeah, I mean, obviously, I think you have to consider it just because of the ridiculous amount of volume that he's been getting. It sounds like, like it's, it's about ninety like percent sure he's out. Yeah, because he got like an MRI today and like all this other crazy shit, and so like, like he's not going to play. I don't have any interest in Jacob Ceh. No, Saquon. I mean, why can't Melvin Gordon just not play 
and Javante just takes over. But next year is going to be the year for Javante, unfortunately. It's fine. Like I, 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 that's a guy in a split that I will play because, like old man Melvin Gordon. You know, I I don't know, and they're playing the Lions. So I know. Like, I just picture me playing him and Melvin Snipes two touchdowns, and I just get yeah. that's fine. In, I mean, know. I the 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 guy in that other in the other guy in that range for me that I have the most interest in is James Robinson. Um, <sighs> Talk about a dart throw. Well, I mean, why is it a dart throw? I mean, they they no, it's starting because they've like actively benched him. Well, it's and, also actively very publicly coming out about this whole thing with James Robinson not getting carries and Urban Myers getting questioned on it. Yeah, and totally. he I don't came he out cares. looking like an absolute no. He came out looking like an absolute idiot, saying, "Well, I don't know. It's up to the running backs coach, I guess." And they're like, "Dude, you don't know when players are going in." Like, I hear you. I just trust <laughs> nothing with Jacksonville. Like, that's, I that's want the- zero piece of that. Right no, I am going to play a lot of James Robinson this week for that specific reason. They're, I mean, obviously they're trying to win games, right? But I mean, you've got the quarterback coming out and say, hey, he's our most talented offensive player. He needs to be on the field. I think he's going to get a lot of carries this week. I think they're going to go back to try and establish, establish the run a little bit more. Tennessee is just a terrible defense. They're just not very good. Uh, and I think he's going to get a good chance at quite a bit of volume this week. So, And that's a guy that no one is going to want to play for that specific reason that you were just talking about. Yeah. The only other guy that down low, low, if you really want to go there, which, I mean, even as a Niners fan, I'm really hesitant on doing, but it looks like Jeff Wilson's going to start um, for the Niners. And Is he, though? Yeah. The, he practiced today, and they said he was, he was taking first-team reps. It's him, it's Hasty, and then – uh, they signed some dude off free agents. Yeah, so everybody's hurt. You seven, guys are talking too much about these really average to below average Niner players. No, no, no I'm talking. I mean, if Jeff Wilson's going to get 15 to 20 carries yeah, no, I, against, I get the, it. But they're, if they're all healthy back there, who knows? They're going to share not, carries. But they're not healthy. Is the yeah. So Eliza, Eliza so. Mitchell got an MRI today. No, he's, I know. I'm he's saying not going to play. Hasty yeah. plays. And the other guy plays. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, but he's 4,400. Like he's going to get. If I'm going down shit. low, we already talked about him, but it's JD McKissick at 5,000, where a week where everyone's going to roll towards Gibson. Um, I'll throw McKissick in there. At I think he's going to miss, Joe. Yeah, no, he, he practiced today. Limited. Yeah, but he's come off a concussion. Like, if you practice limited, that means you're cleared protocol. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I just don't see what motivation that they have to stop giving Gibson carries. Like, Gibson's obviously fine. They're well, look, McKissick's last week he played, he got 23 points on seven carries because he I has catches. You know, it does happen. So, But I think Gibson, he's absolutely the bell cow there now. 20, 25, 30 carries a game. Like, No, no, that's because McKissick's been out too. Well, yeah, but like you're you're assuming that Dallas is going to blow them out, mm-hmm. which I, I don't think at all is the case. So, yeah. I, I mean, if I'm, pay- I'm going to go down and pay 5000 I'd rather pay 4400 to get a guaranteed 15 to 20 carries out of Jeff Wilson, yeah. then seven carries and hopefully four catches from JD McKissick. Yeah. All right. There's more upside right. there. That let's pretty much on. does it for me. Yeah. Let's move on to receivers. Any uh, one-offs you guys like that, um, you know, didn't correlate in a stack. Uh, I'm just siphoning through here. I'm not um, going to play it as a stack, but I'll have a decent amount of locket, which I know Jim talked about with Seattle, but yeah, I mean, I'm top. I, I'm I'm interested in Lockett. Um, 
you know, I don't know how much Josh Allen I'm going to play. Um, I think I'm going to play quite a bit of Stephon Diggs. Um, they're just expensive to play together. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'd probably rather play Brady a little bit. Um, but Diggs is a guy that I'm going to actively try and get into a bunch of my lineups. I think he's got, you know, that really, you know, just one of those weeks where he could just kind of go off. So yeah. up top, those are kind of my like one-off guys. My okay. one-off guy again, week in, week out, is Hunter Renfro at 6,100. There's yep. no one else to throw to. And if Darren Waller does play this week, that makes me like him even more because more people are going to have attention on Waller. So Renfro is getting the targets. You just have to hope for some red zone, hope for some touchdowns. And yeah. the reality is the Raiders are going to be down this week. It's why we're not talking about Josh Jacobs. Um, mm-hmm. And Well, some people are. Throw- I Some mean, people Josh are Jacobs talking about look, Jacobs. But look, Josh like, Jacobs looks – when I watch him play, this is actually the best he looks so far in his career. But there is zero offensive line. Every, yeah, yard, dude, he's he got, made, yeah. every yard he makes, he's breaking like two tackles to get a yard. Every yeah, time. He's, got, he's got to earn that second contract with eight kids now. Eight different women. I know, right? So, I don't know. Renfro, Renfro is the guy. You know, they're lining him up in all these different positions. They actively try to get him the ball. He gets the targets. And – He's just fun to watch, man. So um, line he's me up some Renfro as a one-off easy at 6,100. He, he, he's right. also going to be very highly owned this week. All right. I, I got another guy right. right below that, a couple hundred less, that I fully expect to play this and just hope he scores twice before it blows his hammy. But <laughs> sounds like they're going to activate, and he practiced today as Julio at 5,400. No. He's, play, he's playing Jacksonville, and he's the only show in town over there. That's just way too cheap for a guy that still could very easily so just the, tear Jackson. Yeah, it was kind of like the it's kind of like the Hopkins call last week. You know, yeah. I mean Hopkins I mean, was so cheap. He only got us that one touchdown. But dude, first day, I mean, can we talk about that for a second? What was that all about? Like he's gonna play, and then he like didn't come out for like no, the national anthem. That and I was dude, like, what's no, going on? That one dude on Twitter. <laughs> I called him out. I'm like, you fucking troll. He didn't. Like, he didn't. He didn't come out. That's that's valid. But like, he didn't come out because he just didn't want to stand in the shitty weather. Apparently, yeah, amazing. He's continuing dude. to get like stretched out or something. Yeah, so treatment. So that's. I like Julio, but I also like below that Westbrook, Ekine, uh at 4,500. I'm playing one of these guys in some lineups because Jacksonville is oh, the scum God. of the earth, and, and they have no running game, dude. Like they're gonna, they have a projected like twenty seventeen points. No one's, so like, no one's forcing you to, to play these guys. So. I will, I will play guy. I don't care who it is. I'll play Detroit versus Jackson. All right, all right, all right, all right. So, so I want to so have so a. Com- guy, all right, go ahead. So my, I mean, my main guy, you. you know, is I'm going back to Brandon Cooks, fifty seven hundred. Davis, they Mills got is Davis, back, baby. Davis Mills. I mean that that is he's got the connection with Brandon Cooks. Yep. Like that that's great news for Davis for Brandon Cooks is Davis Mills coming back. At fifty seven hundred, um, yeah, I'll have him in a lot of lineups. Yeah, Tyrod knocked Cooks price down the last couple of weeks. Yeah, but the, thank you. Like because now we get him back down below six thousand. He was up around sixty two hundred before. We got him down here now. Um, I, I love that price, and I also like the guy right below him with Jerry Judy. Yes, that's against, what I was gonna say. Going against I, the fucking Lions. I I was on Judy, dude, and then like I took him out because I think he's just at this point more of a, a really good like cash play, safe play. But like 
he just doesn't ever blow up. No, so I, that, that's, the, so that's the that's the offense, and that's Bridgewater. Well, he's been hurt for right. Like, well, I get it. Well, he's it's he's also Sutton, Sutton's not weeks. doing anything either. Like their whole no, passing game the isn't doing sucks. anything. But I was thinking about this too because we got the Lions. The Lions are coming off a big victory, right? <laughs> Huge emotional victory. There is no way in hell the Lions are in this game this week. There's no way they repeat. There's no way this outlier happens again, and. I got this weird feeling that Sutton and Judy can be some guys this week. Now, I just don't know who. I kind of like Sutton better because Sutton has more big playability, more red zone ability. Judy is going to get you your first downs down the field. I like Sutton better GPP. I like Judy better if we're doing cash game. But I'm for some reason, I keep getting drawn to these Denver receivers. And then you look at their stats and you go, what the fuck am I even thinking about? Well, they also I, I have, have that conversation. They also have Patrick that mixes in. They have Fant there. Like they have a lot of mouths to feed for a, anemic offense. Like that's Well, I just think Bridgewater is kind of like a Derek Carr. He's going to spread it around and take what he's the defense gives him. And he's, he's going to have 12 different receivers same, he targets a game, which gives though. me an issue. Yeah. Teddy too. I don't know. I, Judy is a guy that he's been dominating the target share the last two weeks. Uh, I just think that he has one of those games. I don't think he has very many of those games this year, um, right? Like he's been hurt a lot, but I think he's now feeling really good. Um, I'll, I'll take 12 to 15 points from Judy at 5,600. And then if he yeah. falls into the end zone, you know, now we're talking 20 and then, you know, now we're in business. So, I yeah. mean, that's that's fine for me. All right. Yeah, and guys, I mean, going with the Buffalo stack, Beasley is five thousand. Emmanuel Sanders is forty nine hundred. We just got to pick the right guys there. But I think it's not Emmanuel Sanders. No, I'm not playing Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, what is going on with that man? He He had that one blow up game, and then he just melted down. Yeah, just because like three catches a game, five targets. He's just just old, man. I mean, they're actively they're putting Gabe Davis in. He's running fewer routes. Than Emmanuel Sanders is, but they're putting Gabe Davis in in bigger spots well, and they're I, actively looking to throw him the ball. Well, I never understood why they got Emmanuel Sanders when they had Gabe Davis emerging last season with I, Cole Beasley I, in the slot. It didn't really make too much sense to me because I like Gabe Davis a lot. Well, from from what I read, is they they weren't happy. It was good. it was like kind of similar to like an Ayuk thing with the Niners. Like they weren't really happy with like you know, his off season program and some of the things that he was doing and they just didn't think he was putting enough work in. And so they went out and got Emmanuel Sanders. Cause I think they wanted a little bit more depth, but I mean, Emmanuel Sanders, it's week 14 and the dude's tank is just empty, right? Like he's just, he's yeah. not even getting mm-hmm. any sort no, of separation. I, he's, his routes are just not that great. I um, hear you. If, if I'm, if I'm going to stack with, Allen and Diggs, it's either going to be Beasley or it's going to be Gabe Davis. Emmanuel Sanders is just he's okay. like if you have him in a season long league, you might as well just. And Colt Beasley, he gets that trust from Josh Allen, right? And that snow yeah. game, that catch on the sidelines, he makes these really elite clutch third down catches that quarterbacks just fall in love with and gravitate towards you. So Beasley a five k. Um, I might like him more than Renfro this week, to be honest. And he's eleven hundred cheaper, and I think they have the same kind of. You know, I know Renfro gets more targets, but Beasley could definitely have more of an upside. A hundred percent because you got the the pass funnel with Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. right? Like, and you know, the Bills aren't great at running the ball anyway. So you know, what are they? I I I really like that call. Beasley wasn't the guy I was looking at. I was more focusing on Gabe Davis just because he's cheaper. Mm-hmm. But I think now. You know, just you bringing it up and talking through it a little bit, 
think he's a guy I have to prioritize, even just playing him by himself, too. Yeah. And the last guy we brought up, I brought him up a second earlier, is D. Eskridge, 3,200. I was loving this guy before the season started, but Seattle has uh, shown that they have wanted to bring him on slowly. He had a couple injuries in the preseason. Him and Freddie Swain have been splitting in the slot, which has been unfortunate. D. Eskridge is starting to get more and more of playtime, especially now that they know their season is washed. They want to give their rookie more playtime and see what he's got. And like you were saying, Jim, DK's maybe hurt. We're going against Houston. Um, D. Eskridge got his first touchdown of his career last week, and yep. people might go off him because of that. And I'm going on him to double that up this week. I mean, the, uh, the bottom of the barrel here? Yeah. Um, I mean – I mean, I, I went down there, but yeah. I have somebody before we get to the bottom, like the side of the barrel. All right, um, go ahead. <laughs> not all the way to the bottom. Yet. The crud on the side. Um, but again, he's going to fit into my charger stacks if he's healthy and it's Sterling Shepard. Um, I, I, the only thing that concerns me about him is just like, dude. is he going to play a quarter and then hammy, dude. or, you know, it's, it's definitely a risk, right? Um, but I think he's a guy that you can you can go to. Um, and then if you're just looking for a cheap Kansas City receiver and you don't really want to stack that game, I think I think uh, I called the Kittle spike week last week. I'm going to call the McCole Hardman. Nope. Don't, no way. Spike week. No way. No yep. way. No That's way, dude. It's going to be my gonna be my bold call of the week. Dude, they just so keep the they just keep trying to get him involved in the offense and it's just not working. So the He's one thing just to keep in mind, I, I guess Pringle like outsnapped him like 7 yes. to 1 last week. Yes. And That's Pringle fine, doesn't even get targets. That's fine. <laughs> um That's what fine. one guy I, that I I oh go ahead, Jim. You can this, talk up your Hartman play. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's a gut feeling, right? I just you know, I think that they're going to smash the Raiders, and I think that, you know, Tyreek is going to get his, and they're really going to throttle him back. And I think they're going to use this game because I think that they really need Hardman to be an integral piece of that offense. I think he's got some weird confidence issues going on right now, but I think they're going to use the second half of that game to really get him involved and build his confidence going into the latter half of the season and then the playoffs. I want this on record. I will not be playing Michael Hardman. That's fine. Noted. <laughs> um, one guy that I you brought him up, you kind of mentioned him in passing there, that I will take some shots on just because Baltimore's defense is so bad at 3,900 is Donovan Peoples-Jones. Oh, he man. is the deep threat One there. One catch for 80 yards and a touchdown. I mean, he's getting, you know, four, five, six targets a game. What like, is the difference between McCole Hardman and Donovan Peoples-Jones? Because Donovan one Peoples-Jones actually plays. Yeah, yeah, McCole Hardman's like – Andy Reid hates him at this point. I think he said, fuck this dude. I don't think I mean, he – they've wasted enough effort on him. He, he's gotten five – targets at least four of his last five games and one of those he went for 30 points which Hardman hasn't come close to sniffing this people year. Jones has that deep threat ability with Miko Hardman I think they thought he was going to be like a compliment to Tyreek and like they don't run him past 10 yards well it's and all underneath just because. lost what's his name uh Humphreys. Marlon Humphreys like dude they are they are decimated yeah. at corner so I just I'm, that, I'm that, just saying like that's a $3,900 if you're gonna throw it a lob up there like yeah, I'll have a few shots, but it's not too weird. That's really it. That's it for me too. We got going on to uh, tight ends. Yep, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, well, the guys I mentioned earlier, I'm just gonna get them out of the way. It's Gronk and Knox. I think Gronk and Knox are my absolute favorites, my go-to's this week. I played Gronk in almost every lineup last week, and he got me my 20-plus like I asked for. So I'll be going right back to that with Knox and sometimes double stacking. Um, not double stacking, but double barreling. 
the two tight ends there. Where are you guys looking? I, like I mean, I think I don't think a lot of people are going to want to play Travis Kelsey because he just really hasn't put up that game this year, right? He had a pretty good spike game earlier in the year. He's really expensive at 7,400. Um, but paying up last week worked. Um, I definitely like Gronk and, and Knox. Those are guys are, I'm going to have availability to. But um, I, I just, with how bad the Raiders cover tight ends, you have to play Kelsey against the Raiders. And if it doesn't work, that's fine. Right. But like his floor is probably, you know, 15 to 16 points against the Raiders. And he's got that ability like Kittle showed last week to spike up into the mid thirties. So uh, I I really like him if, if, you know, I I don't mind paying up because like we just mentioned the wide receivers, there's a lot of cheaper wide receivers that we can play this week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I like all those guys. And um, I think the one guy, you know, you just you guys didn't mention that I'll have some one-offs on. Um, he's obviously a focal point. He's wide receiver one there is Mark Andrews. Like he's just, he's very consistent. 5,900, you know, he's not going to absolutely destroy your bankroll there. Um, well, I think he, I think he fucked a lot of people last week, including myself. Yeah. He had a lot of <laughs> drops, a lot of yeah. drops last week. And um, he's going to, he's going to go low owned and he's going to, yeah. Get I mean, he's getting 10 targets a game. Like, yeah. He's going to get his just, at the tight end fall off at the tight end position. That sucks. I mean, it's just hard to come by that, you know? So I think you got that, you know, I think you can look, um, I mean, I like Knox better obviously, but I think you can consider Dalton Schultz in that Dallas game. If you're going to go there to get a little bit yep. weird. Um, and then if I'm going down low, this really hurts and stings, but there just may not be anywhere else that people miss is I'll play a little Jared Cook. Oh, God. He's 3,200. I know. He's a red zone target. He just makes me want to throw up. And I can't watch I that game and then watch him drop like I know. three I know. passes. For or they throw like, a touchdown to Donald Parham. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I hear I just, you. I, I mean, if he can get, you know. You know so if, there's a, if I'm going down low into that range, 3,500, if I go that low, it's Gerald Everett. Um, again, I don't think he's that great, but six targets, nine targets, four targets, eight targets. And his Dude, last I think games. you're going to have issues there just simply because watching the Niner game last he, he almost single-handedly handed them the game. No, I know. By fumbled no, the I know. twice. I think no, you I could know. consider like Will Disley if you're going to do it. Like, I'm no, saying they're, they're, they're trying to make Everett a part of the offense. Like they're really heavily trying to make him the matchups there. And again yeah, i'm not saying that. he's great but at 3500 getting those kind of targets just give me one touchdown and we're rolling right so yeah if if we're going down there if if he is healthy and active and he's gonna play uh i really like ricky seals jones at 3600 um logan thomas is out for the year uh he you know they really do utilize that tight that off or the tight end in that offense quite a bit um the Cowboys linebackers, while great, just don't cover the middle of the field, the short area that well. Um, so if I'm going to go down this far to, you know, the dumpster diving territory, uh, I think 3600 is probably about the lowest I'll go with uh, Ricky Seals Jones. All right, All right. Well, let's uh, let's round out with some defense, and then we'll get on to our hot takes. Let's do it. So All right. Defense. We go when we do defense. Everyone, we dumpster dive first on defenses. So. <laughs> So what do you guys like down low? Ooh, all right. I'm 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 going for it, dude. I'm a believer. One week winning streak. I will be by playing some kneecap Dan Campbell's against Teddy B. <laughs> oh yeah, that was mine too. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. 
I mean, 2,400, Denver doesn't have a good offense. So, like, no. that's, I'm, mean, that's what I'm targeting. It, yeah, I mean, <laughs> the, look. There's not much else to say. I mean, it, it, there's not a whole lot else to say. It's so cheap. All you need is, like, four or five points out of them. You know, the Denver's also not a team that's going to, like, turn around and blow people out. So, no. you're not really at risk of going into, like, the minus there. I mean, I think you're at a very low risk. Um I can't really see playing anybody else unless you're going to go all the way up and like play the chargers against the giants. And I mean, those are the only two that I really see. Yeah. Um, I'm kind I, of I mean, pissed I, off. I, I've, been, I've been riding the Texans and they just cut their best defensive player for no reason. Like, <laughs> like they're just actively tanking. He <laughs> just fucking called out. He just like called out the owner, dude. What the no, hell was he that? Didn't. They were just like, you know what? You're making us somewhat respectable. You're gone. Like, <laughs> They need a better draft pick. So confusing. Well, they didn't even have that draft pick, Joe. They fucking traded it. It's Miami. Amazing. Amazing. (laughs) Sorry. If I I'm I kind of like a Browns defense this week against Baltimore. Um, Lamar is showing his true colors lately. He just runs around and throws picks and fumbles the ball, and people are taking away his running game at the moment. And I think the playbook is out how to at least limit him and slow him down so he doesn't have these absolute monster games. And if there's a team that knows him well, it's the Browns. Um, I think Miles Garrett is up in his grill this week. And I don't know. I think Browns can get us some positive points. I like it. Fair enough. Um, If we're going mid-tier, I have a little bit of interest in the Panthers. Um, Uh, I have a lot of interest in the Panthers. Falcons suck. Matt Ryan's do, you know, he's good for one pick six a game. Uh, And David Tepper there is just firing coaches, even like, like first year coaches, like that dude is just breathing fire down the building. So these guys, Panthers defense is nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're fine. And again, it's a, it's a division game. We all know division games go under, this is going to be hard fought. And uh, I think Carolina's defense is what actually brings this thing home. Yeah. So I really like the Carolina defense. Twenty hundred is too cheap. Yeah. Anyone else in this mid tier? I mean, the only other yeah. team that I have a little bit of interest in is the Saints, and that's just simply because the Jets are absolutely well. Because Zach, Zach Wilson is. I mean, I, I think you could. I think you could make a case for the Niners simply because if the game goes the way that Kyle Shanahan wants to go, where they run the shit out of the ball. I mean, Joe Burrow's thrown the most interceptions out of any quarterback mm-hmm. in the league this year. Um, he is dealing with that pinky issue where, you know, if it's going to be cold, some grip issues on the ball. And look, the Niners defense has their secondary has not been great. Their front seven has been have been getting after the fucking quarterback. And that's so, what causes turnovers. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's sometimes that, you know, they've gotten some interceptions based off of their pass rush. Right. So I think that, you know, that might be an interesting one to me. Um just try. I might play one or two of them just to see if you could get that spike, you know, 15, 16 point game off of a turnover or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's, teams, yeah. yeah, I'd love to find a way to get this. I'll probably play the Chargers at least in one because there is a shot that Jake Fromm throws like five picks. Yeah, I'll, I'll, the way I've been doing that is if there's a team that has an expensive defense and I'm going to be stacking that team, I'll. I'm telling myself that that team's just going to be kicking ass anyway. And I'll, I'll just add the defense on rather than like forcing myself to run it back. So like, you know, I'll play one with Saquon, but then I'll also just play one without any giants and then chargers as well. 
just to just to kind of differentiate and like change it up a little bit because like you said i mean it's jake Fromm, and then i guess neck is the backup i mean i, I no, he's know. hurt yeah, no. So he's for no. sure hurt. So, so the backup is who? I no, I'm, I'm trying to find the water boy. I'm trying to yeah, find that. They might throw Kadarius Tony in at quarterback. No, it, it, it's nope, showing right now too, is Joe. Jake Fromm <laughs> and then Brian Lewerke. Ooh, Lewerke oh for God. Michigan State. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so if, if you get to the Chargers, do it. All right. Well, we're talking about that. Brandon Lewerke, so it is hot take time. <laughs> All right, Jake Fromm. Well, I already no, said no. my hot take, but I'll repeat it. It's D. Eskridge gets another touchdown this week. That's a good one. It's medium. Uh, medium I'm gonna high. go. He's three two hundred, man. That's that's a hot hot take. Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, Brandon Cooks has a twenty five plus point game this week. Big Cooks with game. the goat Davis Mills throwing him the ball. The, the real neck. The real neck. The good <laughs> neck. The good neck. I am, well, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. My hot take this week is uh, week seven. He went for 37 points, and I think he's he tops that this week, and that's Jamar Chase. Hey, oh my god! I think Jamar. Yeah, Chase, that, I think Jamar Chase. I think, I think Jamar Chase goes absolutely nuclear. More than 37. Wow. Yeah, okay. that guy's been North Pole cold after his uh, little drop interception thing he did last week. I think it's, uh, I think he's going to have week. a good week this week. But yeah, more I think than it's 37 week. is. Uh, I just don't think he, there's anyone remotely said it, close to being able to cover him. In, for the Chase Niners. even said it publicly I, I that he would like to have the ball thrown to him downfield more. Like he said it publicly. It's like, oh shit. Okay. And and very well, T Higgins can do it. But I, I think it's Chase's due. No, I think it's, it's one. Of, I definitely agree with you, Vinny. I think it's one of those weeks where everything, um, you know, it's kind of built on parody. Um, well, yeah. if he, I, I, I got to imagine they have a code red like in that playbook that if they see that Ambry Thomas is on him, who hasn't taken a corner snap all season, it's just an automatic yeah. go route right to him. You know, like no, I can that's see. What I would do. I can see Chase having a big, big game. So there it is. All right. All right, guys. Uh, good luck this week. Follow our winnings. When you do win, make sure you tag us on Twitter. We got tag us at Red Zone DFS, JJ McIntosh, DFS Joey Levine, Vinny Levine, 29. Say adios, make- am- adios amigo to Joe, who will be out of pocket for a few weeks. Yeah, viva la Colombia. But I <laughs> yeah. will be uh, still potting from Colombia. So uh, maybe we'll get some good backgrounds, uh, some good Cartagena backgrounds behind me there. In the, from hotel. The, the hills once roamed by one yes. known as Pablo Escobar. Yes, we should have played the Narcos track <laughs> as we were talking about this. <laughs> I'll try to, I'll try to, I'll try to like loop that in. <laughs> oh, man. All right, everyone, make sure you hit the, uh, the like button, share button, and uh, tell your friends about us. We're growing. The podcast is getting bigger and bigger. And the bigger we get, we can monetize and get you guys more content. So hit that share button, hit that like button, and good luck this week.